when all the gopis assembled, as described before Krishna, he began to speak to them, welcoming them, as well as discouraging them by word jugglery. Krishna is the supreme speaker. He is the speaker of the Bhagavad Gita. He can speak on the highest elevated subjects of philosophy, politics, economics, everything. And he also spoke before the gopis, who were so dear to him. He wanted to enchant them by word jugglery. And thus he began to speak as follows. O ladies of Vrindavan, you are very fortunate and you are very dear to me. I am very pleased that you have come here and I hope that everything is well in Vrindavan. Now please order me, what can I do for you? What is the purpose of your coming here in the dead of night? Kindly take your seats and let me know what I can do for you. The gopis had come to Krishna to enjoy his company, to dance with him, embrace him, and kiss him. And when Krishna began to receive them very officially, showing all kinds of etiquette, they were surprised. He was treating them as ordinary society women. Therefore they began to smile amongst themselves. And though they very eagerly listened to Krishna talk in that way, they were surprised. Then Krishna began to instruct them. My dear friends, you must know that it is now the dead of night and the forest is very dangerous. At this time, all kinds of ferocious jungle animals, tigers, bears, jackals, and wolves are prowling in the forest. Therefore, it is very dangerous for you. You cannot select a secure place now. Everywhere you go, you will find that all these animals are loitering to find their prey. I think, therefore, that you are taking a great risk in coming here in the dead of night. Please turn back immediately, without delay. When he saw that they continued to smile, he said, I very much appreciate your bodily features. All of you have nice, very thin waists. All of the gopis there were exquisitely beautiful. They are described by the word Sumadhyama. The standard beauty of a woman is said to be Sumadhyama when the middle portion of the body is slender. Krishna wanted to impress upon them that they were not old enough to take care of themselves. Actually, they required protection. It was not very wise for them to come in the dead of night to Krishna. Krishna also indicated that he was young and that they were young girls. He said, It does not look very well for young girls and boys to remain together in the dead of night. After hearing this advice, the gopis did not seem very happy. Therefore, Krishna began to stress the point in a different way. My dear friends, I can understand that you have left your homes without the permission of your guardians. Therefore, I think your mothers, your fathers, your elder brothers, and even your sons, and what to speak of your husbands, must be very anxious to find you. As long as you are here, they must be searching in different places, and their minds must be very agitated. So don't tarry. Please go back and make them peaceful. 
When the gopis appeared a little bit disturbed and angry from hearing this free advice of Krishna, they diverted their attention to looking at the beauty of the forest. At that time the whole forest was illuminated by the bright shining of the moon, and the air was blowing very silently over the blooming flowers, and the green leaves of the trees were moving in the breeze. Krishna took this opportunity of them looking at the forest to advise them. I think you have come out to see the beautiful Vrindavan forest on this night, he said, but you must now be satisfied, so return to your homes without delay. I understand that you are very chaste women, so now that you have seen the beautiful atmosphere of the Vrindavan forests, please return home and engage in the faithful service of your respective husbands. Some of you must have babies by this time, although you are very young. You must have left your small babies at home, and they must be crying. Please immediately go back home and just feed them with your breast milk. I can also understand that you have great affection for me, and out of transcendental affection you have come here, hearing my playing on the flute. Your feelings of love and affection for me are very appropriate because I am the Supreme Personality of Godhead. All living creatures are my parts and parcels, and naturally they are affectionate to me. So this affection for me is very welcome, and I congratulate you for this. Now you can go back to your homes. Another thing I must explain to you is that for a chaste woman, service to the husband without duplicity is the best religious principle. A woman should not only be faithful and chaste to the husband, but affectionate to the friends of her husband, obedient to the father and mother of the husband, and affectionate to the younger brothers of the husband. And, most importantly, the woman must take care of the children. In this way, Krishna explained the duty of a woman. He also stressed the point of serving the husband. Krishna continued, Even if he is not a very good character, or even if he is not very rich or fortunate, or even if he is old or invalid on account of continued diseases, whatever her husband's condition, a woman should not divorce her husband if she actually desires to be elevated to the higher planetary systems after leaving this body. Besides this, it is considered abominable in society if a woman is unfaithful and goes searching for another man. Such habits will deter a woman from being elevated to the heavenly planets, and the results of such habits are very degrading. A married woman should not search for a paramour, for this is not sanctioned by the Vedic principles of life. If you think you are very much attached to me, and want my association, I advise you not to personally try to enjoy me. It is better for you to go home, simply talk about me and think of me, and by this process of constantly remembering me and chanting my names, you will surely be elevated to the spiritual platform. There is no need to stand near me. Please go back home. The instruction given herein by the Supreme Personality of Godhead to the gopis was not at all sarcastic. 
Such instructions should be taken very seriously by all honest women. The chastity of women is specifically stressed herein by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, this principle should be followed by any serious woman who wants to be elevated to a higher status of life. Krishna is the center of all affection for all living creatures. When this affection is developed for Krishna, then one surpasses and transcends all Vedic injunctions. This was possible for the gopis, because they saw Krishna face to face. This is not possible for any women in the conditioned state. Unfortunately, sometimes a rascal, following the philosophy of monism or oneness, very irresponsibly takes advantage of this rasalila to imitate the behavior of Krishna with the gopis, entice many innocent women, and mislead them in the name of spiritual realization. As a warning, Lord Krishna has herein hinted that what was possible for the gopis is not possible for any ordinary woman. Although a woman can actually be elevated by advanced Krishna consciousness, she should not be enticed by an imposter who says that he is Krishna. She should concentrate her devotional activities in chanting and meditating upon Krishna, as is advised herein. One should not follow the men called Sahaja, the so-called devotees, who take everything very lightly. When Krishna spoke in such a discouraging way to the gopis, they became very sad, for they thought that their desire to enjoy rasa dance with Krishna would be frustrated. Thus they became full of anxiety. Out of great sadness, the gopis began to breathe very heavily. Instead of looking at Krishna face to face, they bowed their heads and looked to the ground, and they began to draw various types of curved lines on the ground with their toes. They were shedding heavy tears, and their cosmetic decorations were being washed from their faces. The water from their eyes mixed with the kumkum on their breasts and fell to the ground. They could not say anything to Krishna, but simply stood there silently. By their silence, they expressed that their hearts were grievously wounded. The gopis were not ordinary women. In essence, they were on an equal level with Krishna. They are his eternal associates. As it is confirmed in the Brahma Samhita, they are expansions of the pleasure potency of Krishna. And as his potency, they are non-different from him. Although they were depressed by the words of Krishna, they did not like to use harsh words against him. Yet, they wanted to rebuke Krishna for his unkind words, and therefore they began to speak in faltering voices. They did not like to use harsh words against Krishna because he was their dearmost, their heart and soul. The gopis had only Krishna within their hearts. They were completely surrendered and dedicated souls. Naturally, when they heard such unkind words, they tried to reply. But in the attempt, torrents of tears fell from their eyes. Finally, they managed to speak. <laughs> 